0: Xy sexy. So Xe in uh, our recruiting analyst X. You told us this. You told us if the losing continues, you said watch it watch the watch the list pare down. Now, Tennessee's done an interesting thing with this linebacker out of Florida. And they're they're and they got their arms and their organs out there in state run. They're dismissing this kid that, that decommitted last night, X. And I want to know from you if they lost a real player in this guy or if they lost a guy that was going to come here and be a bum, as they're saying.
1: Good Lord. <laughs> he was, uh, <clears throat> he's a top 10 prospect in the state of Florida. He's a five star, I believe, uh, across all the services. Yes. Uh, I think if you gave any of the coaches a truth serum, yes. they would tell you that they got him on uh, their board, penciled in to uh, one of the linebacker spots next year uh, they're now, play and would place a, a lot of snaps.
0: That's fun, but they're now telling people that he was going to be a bum, that he has work ethic issues, that he wasn't going to be a good player and and good riddance to him. They're saying that. Well, that, I mean, this is what this is what this is what the sites that are tied to this. I mean, people are whispering this now about this guy. Well, he's not a big loss, and you know, it's yeah. just not a big deal. And uh, and, and I want your opinion. I mean, it looks to me when you lose a five star kid, and we don't have any, and we don't like like Brian just said, we don't have any playmakers on your side of the line of scrimmage. So the thing we learned he about was the, a, Go ahead.
1: Uh, two, sorry, to interrupt. You're you. fine. No, I love things. you. I want you to talk. Um, He's a sideline, he would be a sideline to sideline player here. Um, it's when he's a linebacker that you hear Pruitt, uh, talk, coach Pruitt talk about a four by four, uh, which is a linebacker that can play, play any of the four linebacker positions. He fit that bill. Um he, uh, he's, he had just had, I guess the best way to say this is, he had a nose for the football. He always, when you know, I watch his film, and you know, film is what it is. He always looked to have a nose for the football. He he had really nice closing speed. Uh, he looked like an SEC linebacker to me. Uh, you know, of course, you know, state run folks probably are also telling uh, their listeners that uh, Jerry. Jeremy Pruitt's in no danger of uh, losing his job this year too, so uh, you know, go figure.
0: Let me ask you this, um, X: the defensive back they just lost.
1: He's a bigger loss than Lewis is to me.
0: Whoa, now that's interesting. Because you think the Lewis kid can play you? You don't, yeah. you don't. You don't. You don't. You just said you don't buy the the negative talk that they're throwing at him right now um why is the other guy a bigger loss
1: well he he's a bigger loss to me because uh tennessee has uh they're both big losses but i think the cornerback true cornerbacks are uh harder to find and especially right now tennessee can't go out and evaluate kids and uh the the few that are true cornerbacks um you can't you can't have any personal contact with him. You can't get him to, to campus at least until April. So um, the only way you're going to get one now is if you happen to luck into one, uh, or you get one through the grad transfer market. He was he was the true cornerback in this class, and you know the one criticism I think has been universal about. Uh, Coach Bruce recruiting so far is they've it's been absent of of those defensive backs you're you're used to seeing teams like Alabama LSU and Florida sign recruiting class year in and year out and and Tennessee has been a rung or two below those and uh, this was a kid that fit that bill
0: um, so so. Here's what's happened. News has broken out. Our recruiting analyst X has broken in. Tennessee got a kid decommit last night. They had one decommit, what, a few days before that. So in like a week Ten and a week, ha- ago. week and a half or so, we've lost nine stars off our class. Who are they replaced with? Let's start. Let's back um, up here. Let's back up here. Let's back up here. If we weren't in the midst and staring down the barrel of a six, and depending on what the SEC does with the schedule, if they put A and M in that slot, seven game potential losing streak. But if they hadn't lost five in a row, X, are we having this conversation right now about those two guys?
1: Um, with the cornerback, I don't think we are. With the um, with the uh, linebacker. He may be uh, listening to other people, but I think he stays part of the class.
0: Matt, do you have a thought here?
1: I, I was actually distracted. Uh, Jonathan Kongbo just confirmed the Jiminy drum story on Twitter, <laughs> so um, I'm, a, I'm a little i'm, a, I'm a, I was a little sidetracked there. Brian, so, yeah.
0: Brian, can you Brian, can you reach out to Kongbo and see if we can get him on? That'd be great. Because I'm going to get him on with him telling that story with us, beating the damn drums in the background. (laughs) Yes. And that'll be some of the most illiterate. Titans Bill. Titans Bill doing ho, 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 ho over Jonathan (laughs) Kongbo telling the story. Let's put it all together. Uh, My people will get in touch with your people. X, serious, serious matter here. Is the class, God bless you, Jonathan Kongbo, for having a sense of humor, because I just saw his tweet, and it's very funny. Um. (laughs) Is the class in danger of falling apart, or are these just a couple of blips?
1: Uh, well, you know that's hard to answer. Um, there are kids that I think have committed to the school, and not necessarily to a coach. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, there's probably eight to ten or twelve that are going to sign, uh, that and have all but confirmed that um and you know there's a couple i mean those kids that are committed to tennessee that live in alabama are getting worked over pretty hard by uh you know by auburn and other schools um i think that the uh the tight end out of georgia who i was really worried about because i think that his name is miles campbell i think he's a really good player it appears he's locked into tennessee too um you know the one that I would really be concerned about is the uh, probably the best player in the class right now uh, is the Brooks kid, uh, a five-star linebacker out of uh, Alabama. Um, that's one that um, that I, you know he's the one that I would be concerned about if we he's going to make it to signing day. As a part of this class, you know, what some of them may do and to me would be the smart thing to do is not decommit per se, but postpone their signing until February to see what happens with the coaching situation. Well,
0: I would advise any kid to do that right now in these yeah. power jobs because, because I, you know, yeah.
1: I, I have you know, Tony, I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. I don't know that anybody knows. Right. For sure. Right. But the scenario of, uh. Doing something uh, concerning Coach Pruitt's job situation at Tennessee, you know, may be determined between signing day and, uh, you know, the end of the year. Let me, ask, let me ask you this. Year.
0: Let me ask you this. as a matter of perception, right? So I was talking with somebody earlier today, and Pruitt kind of believes Tennessee's letting him dangle right now by not coming out and saying something regarding this is our coach next year. Kind well, of maybe
1: thing. they've already made a decision then.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah. But wouldn't it be smart of them? Let's say they've made a decision. I was talking about this yesterday. We're in an unprecedented spot here. This this whole COVID thing, you're kind of making it up as you go along. Like, I just got a text here in real time. The, the MTSU game was who they wanted to play on Wednesday but it looks like they're not going to be able to make in basketball now it looks like they're not going to be able to make that work so they're going to throw Tennessee Martin in that slot who will gladly do it because they're going to pay them some money and then we're going to revisit this but they're going to pick MTSU back up on the schedule so let's go back so this is just part of what we're doing here we're moving peace around should, so so toward that end, and I'm talking about that in real time because I'm I'm exchanging text with a source in the basketball deal. And thank you for that to my source. Yeah. And, that's we'll, fine. Re- and, we'll, and we'll revisit that here in a things. second. Should the school put out some kind of even if you're planning on making a, a change, but really even if you're not, shouldn't they issue some kind of a statement saying this is our coach to stop the bleeding? And Let's say you were going to make a change. Shouldn't you sign your class and then make your change? You can't make your change before you sign your class. That's suicide. Can you? Um,
1: that, that's what I would. That's what I would advise. And here's the reason that I would do that. Okay. Any reasonable administration, uh, if they've if they've made a the decision now, is working. Uh offline to have a deal in place or at least if they if they've not you know at least have the framework of a deal in place with somebody Mm -hmm. and know if their number one uh candidate is um you know is uh going to be all in because uh what i would do is i would sign my class and you know within a week or two weeks or, or whatever I would then publicly go public with uh, the guy that I have a, an agreement in place with I would make those kids I would tell them if they wanted to, a release from the letter of intent that would be granted but I would make them tell the new coach uh, no you're not you don't want to uh, after they heard the vision and how they would be That's used, right. if they wanted to, to uh, their release they, it would be granted.
0: That's right. Because okay, uh, here's the thing: here's the thing. People don't realize if and Hugh Freeze is really working Tennessee hard behind the scenes. And I think if they make a change, it's going to be because of him. I don't think they're going to make a change, Nilly willy if they make a change. That's been my contention the entire time. I don't think anybody over there is interested in a coaching search. I think if there was a like a hand in glove, a quick thing, we could. Jimmy Sexton moved one in, moved one out, moved one in, one out, like he does. I think you might see that happen. I don't. I don't hold out hope for Tennessee to do that. But I'm asking you, like if you were playing chess instead of checkers here, the school could say something, and then still blow the coach out. I mean, absolutely. I, I, I'm thinking that back all the time. Well, John Curry did it. Yeah. I, th- I believe, and I'm not going to speak out of school here. I believe, guys, John Curry went on one of these, uh, Vol Network deals. I don't think it was Vol Calls. It was something similar. But it was one of those shows where he appeared on the air and gave, um, he gave Butch Jones basically a vote of confidence and then blasted him like three weeks later. Happens all the time. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering if it would behoove the school to stop the bleeding, or is there bleeding? Do you think there's bleeding in the class or no?
1: Um, well, I think the program is hemorrhaging.
0: Okay. Because these things happen. like Like, we've seen this, right? Back in the spring, yeah. when one kid committed, another committed then another committed, then another And we also see when one kid decommits, another decommits, then another decommits. So if you get a third, all of a sudden you got a problem, right? Yeah, what they're having to
1: do, you know, what they're – they were going to lose two or three kids because they uh, intended to uh, recruit over them with either, you know, some of the new uh, prospects that have came on the board or uh, – you replace them, you know, these kind of marginal kids, what I call projects with grad transfers. I think that, uh, if he was going to be here, he would have dipped into the grad transfer market, uh, which we've been wanting him to do for the last couple of years. Uh, and he, you know what? He is, he is like Fulmer in this way. I, I remember back when coach Fulmer's, uh, program started to, to co- de- decline, mm-hmm. I, cr- I criticized Coach Schwalmer because he was really one of the last coaches to uh, to sign kids that were early enrollees. Mm-hmm. And I remember that, uh, I know back at that time, Urban Meyer, I want to say, you know, he was one of the first to really buy into that opportunity. And he had, um, he not only... Uh, signed eight to 10, uh, early enrollees, but he also used a couple of grad transfers from his program in Utah to, uh, to kind of get him, uh, you know, uh, off the snide at Florida. Coach Former, he didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't take advantage of the early enrollee process, um, As early on as some of these others did. And I think that was part of the problem with, um, you with, with what started the program's demise and and coach Pruitt is like that in a way because sleeping. He's just not, I mean, he should have had a grad transfer quarterback in there, uh, last year and even tried to, uh, you know, fill some of these voids in the roster with grad transfers. And for whatever reason, he chose not to.
0: Nylon Green, is that gonna happen? Um,
1: I don't. If they make him an offer that he can't refuse, his family can't refuse, maybe. But I, right now, I just don't see it. I think he's probably going to Clemson. I, you know, if Tennessee uh, doesn't look so bad against Kentucky and, and and Arkansas. Um I think there's a chance that I, Tennessee was leading for him uh back you know around Kentucky time. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah.
0: It's just undam believable. Okay, so it's like a broken record. It's so frustrating. Um yeah. to see it happen again. So this
1: is wor- this is worse than to me you know, I've, This is what the third or fourth one I've seen. Um, this is worse than any other uh, situation I've seen because uh, their play is so poor on the field. And as poor as the play is on the field, I think it's uh, two times worse off the field.
0: I just don't see how they bring this guy back. Good lord. No, he's, I, I mean, it, no, he's, he, no, he's telling you the truth, Matt. This thing inside, price. this thing internally is, this guy is, this guy, and they want to bring him back, which is kind of incredible to me, but I don't know. I don't know how they can. You talk about finances all you want. Like tomorrow, we're running this thing that, uh, that has been put together by RefLytics Judd, and it's an incredible study into Tennessee's finances. Nothing is out there like that on the internet. Nothing. The work that, uh, the work that's been done here. Let's reset the board. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna take you back here. The two kids Tennessee just lost, right? Rank the board before they lost those two kids where they were in terms of the top players in the class that Tennessee had committed coming in the last week. Let's just do a reset. Where were those two kids in your mind? Give me the, like, the top five. Uh
1: Okay, well um I think that uh I think Dylan Brooks was right up there at the top. Uh the the uh even though of Alabama
0: we'll uh, make him one. Let's yeah. make him one. Uh
1: I I believe that um Caden Salter, the quarterback, uh, even though he's a little bit lower rated in terms of position and need, he's gotta be there either one eight
0: or two. They love him. Okay, we'll make him yeah. two. Good.
1: I have to think a couple, the next spots would be by the the two kids that they lost. When you look at their ratings and you look at, uh, at positions of need, uh, you know, those two kids are right there. Um, also, you know, I, I would put Hudson Wolf up there in the top, you know, five or six kids. He's, you know, he's valuable for a number of reasons. He's a highly thought of prospect. Uh, he, um, uh, you need a down the field, uh, a, a kid like him who is uh, not afraid to block, but also can get off the line of scrimmage and presents a downfield threat. Um, you know, he, he's, uh, uh, I haven't seen anything from him. I, I assume he's still fully committed to UT. You know, his other school was Ohio State. Um, uh, the other couple of kids are your running backs the uh, junior college kid which you know he he recommitted about a week ago they are um they think that he is uh one of the jewels of the class um and i think with him i think as long as um jay graham is here and i think that probably goes for cody um uh, uh, what's Brown. The, uh, Brown. Yeah, out of uh, Georgia.
0: Yeah, he had a real uh, nice game the other day.
1: Very, Both are very good prospects. I think as long as Jay Graham is part of your staff, I think those two kids um, are part of your class as well. Um, I personally think that the line, inside linebacker from up at St. Francis Academy, uh, Aaron Willis, I think he is a very uh underrated prospect in this class and I believe he's solid. Uh but again getting back to your original questions I digressed a little bit. I think that McGee and uh Lewis are probably two of the top three to four prospects in the class.
0: I love that I love that they're besmirching the kid from South Florida now. He couldn't play. He's JJ Peterson. I I freaking love that. I mean, I just love it. Why? Why would you? Ins- why insult somebody's intelligence because you love your access? I mean, I don't get that.
1: Well, because uh, I tell you why. Because their uh, viewership—I uh, would say a lot of them uh, just simply uh, look to them for uh, you know how they think about the program and how they think about recruiting and and things like that.
0: Um, but why, why and, not just say it's a huge loss? It's a huge loss. Tennessee's in no spot. It's huge. Tennessee's in no huge. spot to lose five-star players. It's a blow.
1: Now, it's not it a is. death
0: blow. Some people are trying to make it a death blow. It's not a death blow. Like, nothing's a death blow. Because because a death blow means you're not going to bring a guy back. But it's certainly a blow. I mean, it's oh, yeah. to go, well, you know, he couldn't really play anyway, and he was going to be another J.J. Peterson. And I mean, really? Well, then why weren't you, if that's the case, then why weren't you telling me that two weeks ago? Here's the death blow, Tony.
1: We didn't and want I him anyway.
0: I mean, really?
1: Take- really?
0: Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Here's the death blow. And I hope everybody hears this. Uh, the death blow is this class coming apart, uh, which Uh, You know, I don't know. I think they'll lose a couple more, but I think for the, I think they'll be able to hold core group together. The real death blow is if you don't do anything with this head coach and you keep him around, the death blow is what you do to the 2022 class. (sighs) Because I'll have to give them credit, uh, up until the last few weeks, they had done a very, very good job of positioning themselves for a number of the uh, higher thought of, higher profile kids in the 22, 2022 in-state class. They were in really, really good shape, um, and especially the kids. There's probably six to eight kids in Memphis that are holding Tennessee offers and are highly thought of and they had a very good chance with those kids if you keep this staff intact as kind of in a lame duck fashion it's going to be hard
0: i tell you what's really interesting the Hugh Freeze thing is so perfect when I dig into him and I learn that the quarterback out of Martin that Tennessee loves—he camped with Hugh Freeze last year at Freeze's Passing Academy. You can't make that up. No, can, can you, make, and, that uh, can you, you know, make that up? Can you make that up?
1: The other—I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I stepped all over you. I don't mean. No, to. you're
0: fine. I, you're here for your. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for, for your knowledge, and you can talk over me anytime you want to. Go ahead.
1: The other little nuggets are, you know, Hugh Freeze is well known in, you know, West Tennessee, and the, he's, there is one fella that he, or two fellas that he's taken with him from stop to stop that have got a lot of, uh, roots and connections, uh, in, in the Memphis area. Once his, uh, I think the gentleman's name is Maurice Harris. I believe that's his name. He's coached, um, he's coached three or four different offensive positions for freeze at, um, uh, at Ole Miss, uh, I think at Arkansas State maybe and also at Liberty. He's been with him for the last 10 plus years. And there's another gentleman who's the director of football operations for Hugh Freeze, and his name escapes me, but he was in uh, school system administration and coaching in West Tennessee as well for a number of years, and I don't remember his name.
0: This thing makes so so much sense for Tennessee that they're not going to do it because it's who they are. No.
1: They're just not. This doesn't have to be a search. The search could be going on behind the scenes over. as we speak, and it could be simply, you know, vetting um, the vetting process.
0: The search for Tennessee X, it's this simple. They make one phone call, and they say to him, we want you. That's your search. That's yeah. how simple this will be. Yeah, it is. And it, could all, and it could all go away. Hey, Matt, one phone call, Matt, and it could all go away. Yeah, you have kind of a, a life
1: raft hanging out there and you know we're on the the Pruitt Titanic uh, and there's a life raft hanging just right off right off the ship. And, oh, they'd
0: rather sink. They make, like access. You know, they like you access. Make,
1: you, you you make a great point and Tennessee cannot go through a coaching search. Nope. That's we can't do that. We'd somehow you know botch it and get our fifth option. So we can't do a coaching search. If we make a move it has to be to get Hugh Freeze. And yeah, I agree.
0: Sexy DXE, anything else you want to add? And thank you for a terrific, uh, impromptu cast here as part of our daily offering on our Tuesday. Um,
1: you know, uh, it's it, there, I don't think there's any immediate, uh, replacements on the horizon for the cornerback. Uh, I, you know, you may, they're kicking the tires with a couple of kids, but they're not through cornerbacks. So, you know, they, um, uh, there's a linebacker out of North Carolina, last name is Price, who, um, who committed to North Carolina, who is committed to North Carolina state. Um, Tennessee bailed out at the 11th hour on him because they refused to offer his brother a scholarship. They offered him a preferred walk-on opportunity. Tennessee has since gone back in and offered his uh, brother a scholarship. Now his brother uh, is a um, is a fullback, long snapper, but I, you know he's probably a two-star kid. This price, um, Tennessee believes is. Price, I think his first name is Traval, Travalli, maybe something like that. Um, they believe he's, uh, the best pass rush, defensive end, outside linebacker in the Southeast in this class. And so, uh, you know, they're involved there. I don't think he's a replacement for Lewis per se because, I, you know, he's, He's an outside rush in specialist type of guy, but uh, the first thing I could recall, many talking about in recruiting is you don't do pads, you pa- uh, package deals unless you're desperate. That shows you where Tennessee is right
0: now with recruiting. Uh, Hal, at this at this point, to get that kid here and get some playmakers in my defense, I take him and take his uncle. Yeah, and his uncle, could be, his uncle could be my age, and I take him. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> Great talking with you. Thanks for all you do for us. Thanks for being a sure. resource. Thanks for taking some time in the middle of your day. Uh, stay right there. I want to tell you a couple things. In sure. the meantime, we're going to take a brief time out. Come back. I want to hear from you. 865-200-5402. I find it comical. X ex- Look, people go too far. People act like because you lost a kid last night, your, thing, your ship is sinking. Your ship's not sinking. But when you act like it's not a blow, that you lost him in your class on top of a kid, you lost nine stars and, first of all, you're in no spot to lose nine stars. You lost two kids that can play. You're in no spot to do that. Okay, this isn't Tennessee in 1999. Quit pretending like it is. Quit being disingenuous. Don't lie to people. That drives me crazy. I hate that.